I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it don't defeats the water. whole purpose. Really? I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more, more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just anyway. expels what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right mm -hmm. what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, every day, seriously, start really, your is day, that what it is? It's like really, start your day really have with to. cardio miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right. So, uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. DefiantMiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. 
refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. 
for future generations this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you we thought you'd always keep, but tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. 
Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I'm going to do one more song. This is a, this is a song that was written a long time ago. Uh, and it just seems like, the, unfortunately, every week, every year that goes by, uh, I realize more and more how important this song really is. And how much we needed more thought like this. If you try, low hell blow us, above us, only sky. Imagine all the people living for the day.
Harris to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Welcome back. I'm actually pretty miserable still. Hopefully your Christmas is, was better than ours. Because I slept all day. Yeah. Seriously. Like. That's all she did. I got up and did the good book in the morning. And slept the rest of the And day. then we did presents. And then I went to bed. And then we got up to go to my mom's. And then I slept on the couch until dinner. And then we came home and slept some more. Yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm a hot mess. And my sciatic is fucked too. So. Yeah, she's just in a whole bunch am, of joy. Am, she is nothing but a bag of joy right now. I am a miserable cunt today. So. She was nothing but a m massive bag of joy. Yeah. Happiness all the way around. Yeah. So. You know how it is. Yeah. You'll have that in those big jobs. Primarily just the big ones. Anyway. Okay, though. It's all right. This too shall pass. I'll live. Anyway, Anywho. does anyone else like to say welcome back, fuckers, with Mick? I bet everybody does. That's great. I hope so. Okay. I, I hope so. Anyway, <sighs> so oh. your day was horrible then. I slept. Okay, good. Yep. God bless it. I hate this thing. I literally slept all day again, so. Sometimes this app sucks. But yeah. anyway. Hey, now we are on. currently live streaming on X for the first time. Yeah, welcome, Twitter. So going forward, we'll be live streaming on X instead of... Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Well, I dropped Cannabis in Combat D Live. They'll boot us. To pick up X. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. They're going to fucking boot us. We'll see. We only have two people watching, so hopefully there's not enough to, uh, you know, not enough <laughs> people for us to, to piss go. off. Oh, yeah. shit. They talked about it. It's all good, though. You know, I'm really good at getting us kicked off of things, but I don't we'll have... We'll be up there for a week. We don't have any transmission stories up today, so we should be okay. Okay. Well, then might be all right well we kind of lead out we're kind of leading off in a in a hot top topic right now we are we are at that and this priest is the most retarded person i've ever met because tell me something when was the palestinian state created mm, 1946 eight okay whatever okay the same time so Israel tell me was. something how the fuck is jesus christ the palestinian jew um he's not he's so look at this. We literally just read this in the good book. Somebody, somebody needs to find this man, smack him upside the head with a Bible. Tell him to go back to seminary because he obviously missed the whole part of where Jesus Christ came from. He is not a Palestinian Jew, but this priest believes that he is. Watch this. Yeah. This, this, uh, you can't make this up. I mean, you really can't anymore. This, this is how sold they are into the woke idea. They have to believe something that just never took place. It never happened. It's the story of our lives. The story of Christmas is about a Palestinian Jew. Now, how often do you find those words put together? A Palestinian Jew born into a time when his country was occupied, right? They can't find a place for her to even give birth, his mother. They're homeless. They eventually have to flee as refugees into Egypt, no less. I mean, you can't make up the parallels to our current world situation right now. The story of Christmas is about... What, what parallels are you talking about, Father? I, I swear to God, because... First off... The Palestinian state didn't even exist when Jesus was walking the earth. And Jesus wasn't... They weren't homeless. They had to leave their home to go back to their 
ancestral city because Joseph was of the house of David. So they were required to return to Bethlehem for the census. But because everybody had to return to Bethlehem for the census, and they got there late because Mary was so heavily pregnant, there was no room in the inns. And then she went into labor. What the hell are you going to do? They weren't homeless. And yes, and then they did have to flee to Egypt. Do you know why? Because Herod was told to kill all the first wise men that Jesus had been born. And he was on a rampage killing every firstborn son in Bethlehem. Of course they had to leave. Where are, I'm still trying to figure out where this priest believes that this is echoing what's going on today. I I don't. Well, you know what? It doesn't surprise me. You, You know what? I want you to tell them the story about the conversation you had with your friend yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jeff. That's terrible. <coughs> yeah, that's uh, that sucks, dude. Please pray for Redneck's sister-in-law yep. and his family. Her father just passed away about an hour ago. In hospice care. At their house. Yes. Which is... We've been through that. My grandfather passed away in hospice care at my uncle's house and we were all with him. It was actually one of the most beautiful experiences we'd ever had helping him pass over. But anyway, but, uh, and your best friend was there, even though you were deployed at the time, your best friend that you had a conversation with yesterday when he asked you if we went to church. Yeah. I said, no. Why? Cause I'm not going to support that. I'm, I can't, there's no way I can do that. With this whole trans thing, think about it, oh, folks. Here we go. Yeah, we're going to get booted right off of X. Here we go. Because I'm going to talk show. about transmissions. And here we go. This whole trans thing's what? Look, the Catholic Church has given into it. This has been a steadfast thing in the Catholic Church forever. They will not bless gay marriages. They will not bless trans marriages. There is no blessing from the Catholic Church on any of that stuff because it's all considered an abomination in the eyes of the church. However, look at the Pope. Look at the fucking Pope. Look at what the Pope's doing. The Pope is normalizing it. The second you start to normalize it with one religion, that's it. It's all over. Everything else is downhill from there. This is just going to happen. Like If we don't stop this, if we don't stand up and stop the bullshit with this trans thing, um, folks, we're not going to have a country. There's not going to be a country for us. Because all of this shit is about making us believe something that is just not happening. Mm. You cannot, if you're a guy, you can't be a woman. You don't have the plumbing. It doesn't work that way. Biology is set a specific way. There are men and there are women. It's just like you can't be a part percent pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. This is a very black and white issue. You either have a cock or you don't. And if you don't, you're not supposed to get one. And if you do, you're not supposed to cut the fucker off. Why is it that every trainee that's cut their dick off has all come back and said, shit, I'm going to die? Because they generally are because they use a part of their colon to for the vaginoplasty and they have a constant infection and it literally smells like shit. Of course, they're fucking suicidal if they're not dying from the infection. Just just wondering, asking for a friend. If God wanted us to do that, you wouldn't die from cutting your dick off. God didn't want us to do that, so you die from cutting your dick off. Don't cut your dick off. It's simple. Don't cut off part of your forearm and sew it on to make a member. That doesn't work either. No. Be like the rest of us. 
It's not like you can have sex with it. You literally have a tube coming out of it to drain your urine. That's just gross. Seriously. I mean, how do you fit that? Do you have to like stuff it up there? I mean, no, I don't take, it. it's like a colostomy bag. Like children running around that were little girls with now fake penises running around with colostomy bags for the rest of their lives. I, I don't know why you would want to do that. Why would you do that to your child? Why would you, why would you want to, and the problem, it goes back to the problem with most of the people right now is self-image. We fucking hate ourselves. There's no, there's no other rhyme or reason for it. We hate ourselves. The reason that men are willing to cut their penises off is because they hate themselves. Because we have this crazy culture that said, well, you're white, you oppress black people, therefore you're a racist. Oh, and you're misogynistic and you're too alpha. Think about it. We have tight jeans now. Men are walking around not looking like men fucking with buns in their hair and shit like that. What the fuck is wrong with you that you're putting a bun in your hair? That's a girl's thing. It's not a guy's thing. I don't know. Um, the guy in Outlander looked pretty fucking hot with a man bun. Just saying. Since Liana brought it up. It's supposed to be very definitive. Men look one way. Women look the other way. God even said that in the Bible. Men and women, there is no in-between. There's no 0.5% tranny. It doesn't work that way. Oh, I might be a woman in a man. I'm trapped in a man's body. Well, deal with it. Either that or become gay. One of the two. I don't give a shit. Well, personally, I think most of them are possessed by demons, so it's all good. Kind of like these people. This was Christmas this in is California. Christmas. This is how they celebrate in California. Just letting you know, just in case you want to go out there. Mm, no, thank uh, you. Is this true, Genesepi? Palestinian protests. What's even the point of that? In California. No, this, folks, if you haven't figured this out, this is just Antifa. It was a Christmas Eve sideshow street event. This isn't actual Palestinians. This isn't, the shit you're seeing in New York is not actual Palestinians. This is all Antifa. This is, they have nothing better to do. This, they can't riot against the administration because if they did that, then that would be the downfall of the the Democrats. However, they're writing against the government saying that Palestine's got to be free. But what they're doing is still burning down cities, still torching shit, and nobody's being punished for it. Shit, look what happened in New York. Well, this wasn't, this is actually uh, Portland. Oh, this is in Portland. Yeah, this one's Portland. We'll get to New York in a second. This is the next one up. This was in Portland.
stabbed uh, eight times on, on, the on the subway coming home. And that's what was that was on Christmas. This is Christmas you know, Eve, overnight on Christmas Eve. This is this is what's going on. And yeah, no, no description on the suspect. The suspect made it away and nobody saw anything. So, yeah, mankind really taking care of mankind on Christmas Eve. I mean, holy shit. I bet there's a bunch of people standing around videotaping with their cell phones just doing this. And there wasn't a soul stood up and did anything. Guarantee it. Put money on it. Well, this is in New York. And that was a Palestinian march right down the middle of uh, Fifth Avenue. Yep. Now, there was a bunch of injuries and shit like that uh, between officers and protesters. Understand the protesters uh, went, they marched right down Fifth Avenue to one police plaza. That's where they were. That's where that is. That's one police plaza. Mm -hmm. Why did they march to one police plaza? Because they want to riot with the cops. That's exactly what is going on. They yeah. want the fight with the cops. Yeah. This isn't any, those are not Palestinians. Those people that are protesting are not Palestinians. No, they're Antifa. That's all they are. They're that's thugs. all this is. They're, this is an act. This, again, is to make you believe that America is up in arms about Israel destroying Palestine. America is not up in arms about Israel destroying Palestine. America doesn't give a shit about Israel destroying Palestine. What America gives a shit about is America. And we're tired of seeing our southern border wide open with people just running across the fucking border and nobody doing anything to stop it. If we let a bunch of rednecks go stand down on the border, I guarantee we would not have a problem with our border ever again. No, Joe. Is it would actually, take two two weeks, and we'd be done. Joe's actually going to Congress to ask for more money to help process people through the border. No, he's not. No, stop. No, to he's not. Process people through the border. Joe is to get more of them in to process them. Joe is not to stop them. Joe is not going to Congress to ask for that. Joe is going to Barbados. Come on. Oh, that's true. Joe is going to fucking. Barbados. Come on. Let's be honest. He is not going to walk into Congress. He doesn't even know where he is half the time anyway. It's like watching a Roomba walk around and clean your fucking room. Drive around, I guess, because they do drive around. They With dog shit around. on the floor. Yeah, no shit. Joe just dragging his ass everywhere. And there he goes. Leaving Camp David. They spent the weekend at Camp David. And now they're going to the Virgin Islands. Where we... Well, they're going back to D.C. And then they're going down to the Virgin Islands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the New Year's. I'm sure, I guarantee Hunter is in the con, con, uh, that cavalcade of cars. I put money on it. Of course he is. I put I put money. U.S. Marshals, what are you doing? Joe doesn't Dude, go I know where this guy. This guy is wanted. I know where he's at. He's right there. He's driving in those vehicles. You're the only guys that can do something about this. Go arrest this cocksucker. Oh, you're gonna get fired. We'll get fired. It's part of it. Then you become a whistleblower, and then you sue the shit out of him. Do it. Do your job. 
Stop this bullshit. Just do your job. It's not difficult. Well, speaking of Hunter, here's uh, Joe's new campaign ad. Just kidding, but this is funny as this is actually great. I don't know who did this, but uh, Jay Swade, I don't know. 72. Well done, sir, because this, or JT Swade, 72. This no is well And Hunter's in the basement with a silver spoon. The hookers and drugs were going to be there soon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. I'll be good and high by then, Dad. Yeah, I'll be good and high by then. Picking through rugs. Um, smoking anything that re even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I'm very proud of my son. My son came around just the other day. He said, I got me a deal where we can both get paid. Can I trade on your name? I said, sure, okay. Will anyone know? He said, no, no way. And as he walked away, he looked kind of dim and said, I'm going to be like him, yeah. You know I'm gonna be like him. He's, he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And Hunter's in the basement with a silver spoon. Ukrainian brides are gonna be there soon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. I'll put aside your 10%. Dad. And Hunter's in the basement. <laughs> I'll put your 10%. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. That was funny. Yeah. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> She that posted was, that on Twitter. That was well done. Well done. Okay. Uh, here we go. Oh, I, dude, I love this guy. So you guys know Sean Farash. He sounds everybody does just like Trump, we right? played him millions of times. I know. Here's um the here's captain of the deplorables. Trump reading uh the night before Christmas. It was the night before Christmas said somewhere in our country, crooked Joe sniffed a kid and Hunter had the munchies. And Fat Alvin and Fanny and Jack Smith all decided we cannot let Trump win. And so now I'm indicted. But they didn't expect it to help me a lot. The modern day Mona Lisa, known as my beautiful mugshot. And now Crooked Colorado removed me from the ballot, which is almost as crazy as Chris Christie eating a salad. But amidst all this chaos, we will not lose this fight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Love it. Chris Christie eating a salad. Thank you. That was a riot. That was a good one. That was funny. <sighs> you, you never see Chris Christie eating a salad. I know. No. All right. You know what? That guy would gain 50 pounds if he got in the White House. He would eat. Our budget would go up in the White House. I mean. He they, would eat them out of house and home. He might eat the chefs. Well, we've Obama's been killing them pretty much regularly. So well, that's true. I mean, or Big Mike. Big Mike. Could yep. be. Could be Big, Big Mike. Mike. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, you know. Big Mike could have been doing it too. Um, you never know. All right, I'm I'm at odds at this one, y'all. I think this is really fucked up. I don't. I think this is funny as fuck. That's why we're at odds. I, I think this now, is funny as shit. You maybe, guys could do this. I mean, you guys could do this and videotape it. I, I think this is something for y'all to do in videotape. You know, to the older kids, it's one thing. But for the babies, I don't know. I, I do believe there's an age limit. Yeah. I think there is. there should be an age limit, but this is kind of funny, though. Check I'm sorry. Out. Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. <laughs> You're the idea of this kind of 
a drink. Mr. Grinch, oh God, you really are a heel. You're as ugly as a cactus. You're as charming as a... The reason I think it's funny is because if you got some misbehaving kids, some of those kids are fucking badass. That's that's the way to correct it. But well, but but I like the kids who fought back. I think the kids who fought back, you gotta love that. I'm sorry, there's a couple kids in there that are like screw that. You ain't touching my presence and tried kicking freaking the Grinch's ass. I that's outstanding. Teaches them to stand up. No, I don't give a shit who you are. You ain't touching our presence. No shit. Loyalty. You watch those kids jumping on the back of the Grinch trying to kick his ass. That's pretty cool. A couple of those kids, they had some superhuman strength when their presents were getting taken. They were throwing dad around. I was like, God damn. Dad's okay. getting his ass kicked. Now this, this I'm all for. Wait a minute. This you're all for, but uh -huh. the Grinch one you're not? Yes. I told you I was at odds with myself. Oh my Lord. Then again, we've had some... Um, I've been tempted because we've had some misbehaving children. If you remember, you once threatened to put a bullet through a computer. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'll throw it in there. I think that's fair. There come look. What? You know. You don't want to listen? I'm throwing your presents in the fire. No, forget Santa. Jay's being bad. Presents get thrown in the fire. Jay wants to act like that? I'm throwing her presents in the fire. I throw it in there. Oh shit! That's awesome. It hey, fucking works. Hey, hey! If parents, you gotta get you gotta get smart with this shit. There's easy ways to make kids do exactly what you want them to do. Yeah. Very easy ways. Shooting computers probably again not one of those things that most people want to do. But hey, when the threat of putting a bullet in somebody's computer that straightens them out right away. I tell you what, both my kids threatened both of them said look you don't start doing what your mother asks you and take your computer outside and put a bullet in it oh shit let me tell you something they come quick real quick fast in a hurry because yep not gonna piss mom off dad will shoot our computer 
see me shoot other shit. I don't see why I wouldn't shoot a computer. This is very true. You can't, however, do that to your dogs. No, unfortunately. They, although they hear everything you say, and don't get me wrong, trust me when I tell you that your dogs understand every fucking word that comes out of your mouth. Every word that comes out of your mouth. They pretend like they don't, but they understand every word that comes out of your mouth. Trust me. I'm a dog whisperer. They understand everything. Okay. I can literally like this app, you know, the dogs, they've been so good. They uh, have not bitched to go out and go for a walk for two days. Of course, it was pouring rain yesterday, but they knew I was sick today and they just laid in bed with me all day. And they're essentially, pu- I mean, they're, they're two, you know, they're still puppies, but they laid in bed with me all day. Probably why my sciatica is fucked up now because Seamus laid his 225 pound body directly on top of me for a good bit <laughs> to keep me warm because I couldn't regulate my body temperature. But I was literally like, Seamus, I need you to come over here. Like lay- Seamus, you get on this side and you get on this side. I need you guys to keep me warm because I'm freezing right now. And I was bundled up. I've sweated through our sheets twice in a week now. So, um, cause I keep getting a fever and then it breaks. Yeah. But, uh, they know everything you say. They just don't give a fuck. They are the ultimate ones of point, not giving a fuck. Point in case. They don't give a fuck. Pernell, I know you ain't stealing Christmas lights. Please tell me you ain't no Jew. Pernell, I know that ain't you one. I know that ain't you stealing people Christmas lights. Pernell, get to the house now, Pernell. Pernell! It's gotta be the crack, son. Go home. Go get a people like Christmas lights like you ain't got the money to return them. Please, Pernell, get to the house. Just get in the car. Come on. Pernell, get in the car. Get. I know you ain't do all this stealing just to boo-boo. Pernell, you know what? Now, Pernell, why would you go and steal the people Christmas lights only to boo-boo on them? Like, why would you do that? Like, come on, now I gotta replace them at Home Depot. You do too much. Oh my God. <coughs> I know you. Yep. At least you're not going to lose him as he's running down the street when he's wrapped in someone's Cornell did, Cornell. Ma- or Cornell did make off of the lights. I don't know how he got battery powered lights on his neck, but it's fucking awesome. Seems a little weird. All right. What is this? I didn't watch this one. This is, uh, check this out. This is interesting because the last time any reporter was down in Philadelphia talking to the people of Philadelphia about how they were going to vote the next election, everybody was, uh, I'm riding with Biden till the end. Oh, are we going here now? Check this out. All right. They ain't riding with Biden no more. No shit. I think Joe Biden's going to run for president again. What do you think? Yeah. I do think so. You think so? Yes, and we don't like him? No. Bring back Trump. Anyone that supports him is really... I can't comprehend anyone that supports him. My camera woman supports him, actually. Okay. Well, I mean. What was that? I said, <laughs> Yeah, but Americans don't realize how good the economy is. My dad wants to buy a house, and interest rates are like 11% for a house. Never was like that before, ever. I feel like he doesn't really have a choice at this point, because who else would take the Democratic Party? Uh, I think he's going to run, but I don't think he's going to win. Should he? No, I, I don't think he should. Well, that's that's a tricky question. Oh, I hope, uh, the, I hell hope the hell not. We, we hope, hope not. not. Trump 2024. Why no? I think he's old. He's too old. Absolutely not. He's too old. He's not coherent. You can even see it in his videos how he's stumbling. He has no cards. I just, that's not a president we need. You not see the understand. videos all online? He literally fell off a bike. What type of president does that? 
Come on now. No. He needs to be in a nursing home. <laughs> he needs to be in a nursing home. No shit. Is that not the status of the race today? I mean, think about it. We just found out today Nikki Haley can't technically run for office. I mean, I already knew that. We knew that. We knew that because we did our own research and found out that she can't. She's an anchor baby. By, by the way, either Ken Vivek, he is also an anchor baby. In fact, his father is still not a U.S. citizen. You know that, right? So that eliminates the two of them from running for office. What does that leave us with? DeSantis? But uh, here. DeSantis, and he's like 47 points behind Trump? Come on. Um, Nikki Haley got Laura Loomered. That's, that's now a verb, to get Loomered. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a verb now. Yeah. To get lumen. In Webster's? No. In, no. in uh, probably in, probably in the Urban Dictionary. Just in political speech? Yeah. In the Urban Dictionary. Um, she got lumored. Well, bring it up. So this is fucking awesome. Nikki Haley is an anchor baby who is unqualified to be U.S. president. Oh. You don't say. Mm. A 2011. Oh, let's see. Blow, blow that up a little bit. Just no. Over here. Just. Yeah. 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 So people can read it with you. All right, here we go. They want to take us off so they can read it. Okay. Nikki Haley is constitutionally ineligible from holding the position of president or vice president of the United States doing being due to being born to legal immigrants that were not U.S. citizens at the time of her birth. Is Nikki Haley an anchor baby? Hmm. A 2011 article by National Review defended Nikki Haley in response to a Daily Beast article that contained a slideshow featuring Nikki Haley. Per the National Review, the Daily Beast has a really pathetic slideshow on famous anchor babies like Colin Powell and Nikki Haley. The Daily Beast has since updated their article in 2017 to make the title politically correct as, quote, famous children of immigrants, Nikki Haley, Walt Disney, and more photos, unquote. The National Review argues that Nikki Haley is not an anchor baby since her parents immigrated to the United States legally, as opposed to anchor babies born in the United States from immigrants that came to the United States illegally. That's not true. A Google search of anchor baby returned a result from Oxford, Oxford Dictionary, which states the term as offensive and defined as, quote, used to refer to a child born to a non-citizen mother in a country which has birthright citizenship, especially when viewed as providing an advantage to family members seeking to secure citizenship or legal residency. Hmm. However, uh, let's see. So is Nikki Haley an anchor baby? I'll let you decide if the shoe fits, wear it. However, the same subject, along with the issue of her eligibility for POTUS, appeared in the September 2015 edition of... The state featured on the state.com. The state is a South Carolina based newspaper. The article mentioned that in her short lived run for POTUS in 2015, Nikki Haley's eligibility for the office of president and vice president was questioned. A quote provided to the state from Haley's office stated Haley's parents were Indian immigrants who did not become U.S. citizens until after her birth in 1972. Her father, Ajit Randhawa, became a naturalized U.S. citizen in 1978. Haley's office said her mother, Raj Wandhawa, became a U.S. citizen in 2003, a year before Haley won a seat in the South Carolina House. Babe, does that make Nikki Haley an anchor baby? Yep. Yes. Yes, it does. See, the point of this is there's, look, there's no middle ground here. This, again, is a very black and white issue. Okay, you were you were either born here when your parents were citizens, which means they had to now understand that means they lived here for more than five years Correct. and they are legal U.S. residents, which means they have a blue passport. Yep. Her parents did not have a blue passport. She was born here, which grants her parents citizenship status, but she can never be president of the United States. 
because she is not technically a naturalized U.S. resident. But that doesn't matter anymore because that also applies to Camel Toe, and we know that she's currently sitting. So yep. this is true. You know, Vivek also, Ramaswampy, same deal. No different there. Nope. 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 Why can't we just get a, an, an American? That's right. That's right. We had one. Here we go. What the fuck? I don't know. It does its own thing like when it wants to. I know. It's stupid. I know. Live live production. Here's some Trump for you. You know, we're getting near that beautiful Christmas season that people don't talk about anymore. They don't use the word Christmas because it's not politically correct. You go to department stores and they'll say Happy New Year and they'll say other things and it'll be red. They'll have it painted, but they don't say, well, guess what? We're saying Merry Christmas again. We want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, have unbelievable holidays. Maybe now we can play some means Memes and songs instead of bullets and bombs, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well, we should. And we should say happy holidays because everybody's saying that happy holidays is HH. Hitler. So, okay, I don't, I see this is so confusing to me because for years the left tried to get rid of Merry Christmas because they're trying to get rid of Christ. And so now they're trying to get rid of Happy Holidays because they're saying it's. Well, H H H H Heil Hitler. I know what they're saying and it refers to, but make up your mind. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It's one or the other. Which is it? Which one are we getting rid of? No, they're just getting rid of all of it. Can we get rid of Kwanzaa too? Well, I, dead serious. Who celebrates it? Um, I don't know anybody that celebrates Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Was, I don't even know black people that celebrate Kwanzaa. Kamala celebrates Kwanzaa, but um, she's. Not, I mean, a real black person. She's not a real black person. That's true. Stop. She's Jamaican and Indian. Um, but uh, although I think a lot of Jamaicans would be upset if you said they weren't black. I'm just saying. No, they're Jamaican. Yeah, but she's half black. But they're Jamaican. Yeah, I know. Doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. They have more Irish in them than African. Black, the black people in Jamaica don't give a shit if you call them I know. that no, they're not because, black. Because they actually they, prefer to be called Jamaican. Yes. They want to be known as Jamaican. They are not black people. They yeah. are Jamaican. Yeah, I know. It's our favorite place. We love Jamaica. I mean, I, I'm not an we issue We identify with that. as Jamaicans. We hey. smoke like they do. So, Fuck. However, Kwanzaa was created by a, uh, I believe, a rapist. Um, and he literally created it to cover up his own crimes to draw attention away from go figure yeah his own crimes go figure um yeah. don't they all do that a rapist or Tom Moss or something like that he, he was not a good man anyway Quantum. um but you know what let's bring in a little joy <laughs> joy joy because some people still had christmas joy a few a few mostly the young ones yeah the kiddos our kid had fun for about five minutes playing with the drum set that we got him, and then he realized that it didn't work properly, so now I have to return it. Well, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks, but it really does. I wasn't going to buy him a $600 set of drums, so oh well. More like three grand, but anyway. Exactly. He's getting a car. 
No shit. You should be just happy with that. Exactly. You know, not from us, but whatever. It's all good. Kids these days. Anyway, this kid, you know what? I wish our kids were as excited to get their toys as as this kid was to get broccoli. This was amazing. This is going to be your favorite present. What is it? I guess she really likes broccoli. I guess she, I, I, she, she is just really a fiend for broccoli, apparently. Wow. You know? But it is pretty cute. You know, it, it is. It is. I, and I understand now. You remember they used to give, people used to give oranges at Christmas. Yeah. Right? I kind of want to go back to that. Actually, Heather brought a, uh, a stray with her on Christmas Eve, which she does all the time. She she has a habit of picking up teenage strays um, and you know, that are in a bad situation, um, whatever it is, bad family life, literally don't have enough to eat. Anyway, she, uh, she brought this kid with her, this 16 year old who's, he was gigantic. <laughs> He's a big kid. Thankfully we had a ton of food. Um, but he, uh, our neighbor had brought me a big bag of oranges and grapefruits and I gave him about half of them for Christmas. And he was like, this is the best Christmas present I've ever gotten. I love you guys. This is the best Christmas I've ever had because he had a meal and he got some oranges and some grapefruits. And he was more grateful for those oranges and grapefruits than any kid, except for maybe that little girl with broccoli than I've seen with their toys in a long time. And it was heartwarming. So I was glad to be able to feed him for a night. Because kid that size, honestly, don't know when he's going to get a good meal like that again. So. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway. Thanks for bringing us right back down to point zero, babe. Oh, you know, I'm so good at that. You are. Moda. Uh, yeah. You want to get into Moda? Mm-mm. No? Go here, because this is good. Okay. This is, uh, a, this was Face the Nation on Sunday, folks. Christmas Eve. I watched this. Um. This hurts the head, but just listen, because this is the next thing. This yeah. is what's coming. This is around the corner. I mean, we already know this. They're scared. Very scared. Liberals are shitting their pants. Well, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, there are a number of cons- uh, concerns that I have that factor into that not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what uh, concerns me most. Well, mine's a little- uh, This shit drives me crazy right here. Why, why do we have these heightened threat warnings? It's not like we do anything about it. It's not like we're closing the border. Why? Why? But wait a minute. Why do we have these threatened, these threatened, these heightened threat warnings? Why? Because of Joe Biden. Not because of something Donald Trump did three and a half years ago. No, no, no. This is all because Joe Biden has opened our southern border, poured a couple hundred million people across the southern border to the point that we're facing an invasion. Nobody is doing anything about it. The Republicans are doing this. That's all the Republicans are doing. 
Trump's doing this. He says he's going to build a wall when he gets back in office. That's still a year away. We still have to deal with this moron in office for another year. Let me ask you all an honest question. Can your wallet take another year, Joe Biden? I mean, look yourself in the mirror, honestly, and ask yourself, can your wallet take another year of Joe Biden? No, I don't know that our wallets can take another six months of Joe Biden. I got to be honest, folks, when you start laying that out and you start looking at that, when you start honestly looking at how much money you've spent under Biden as compared to what we spent under Trump, which obviously they're night and day differences. I'm not even going to bullshit you. I'm not going to lie to you and say that, well, Trump would be a lot. Trump would be a lot better. He already proved that. You know, I had a conversation with my mom the other day. She sat me down to talk to me. It was great. And uh, as I was sick, so it didn't go over so well. It went over about as good as a fart in church. Yeah, really but, did. You know, and understand that my parents are well off, right? They they did very well for themselves. They uh, they they chased the almighty dollar for a long time. And now they have money. And we refuse to take any of it, right? We'll let them give it to the kids. Like, they're giving Connor a car. That's fine. Um, and I let them help me start Freedom Gardens. It's fine with that. But as far as the rest of it, no, we won't take money from them. But uh, she sat me down and she was like, how are you doing on money? I was like, I mean, it's tight. You know, that's what it is. It's tight. We can pay our bills, but there's not a whole lot extra. She's like, well, you need to figure out something to do to make more money. I said, what? Go back to work? For what? If I were to go back to work for the salary that I was making before, about $75,000 a year, I'd bring home $1,500 every two weeks after taxes and 401k and all that bullshit that they take out. Gas, getting to and from work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bring home after taxes. My bring home pay was $1,500 every two weeks. Okay. Right now, that wouldn't even pay for our food. If I went back to work, I would not be able to grow our food. I wouldn't be able, because it takes, it's six hours a day in the gardens, especially in the spring and the summer, right? I would not be able to grow our food. So I'd have to go back to buying all this processed shit. We'd all be sick again. I flat out told my mom, I was like, what? So I can gain 70 pounds back, be sick and miserable and unhealthy. I might as well just go fucking kill myself. I literally said that to her. She, that stopped her in her tracks. That was, I mean, it's a poignant statement, but it's true. I it mean, is. seriously, what do you, what do we, we are such a slave enriched society. And I say slave enriched in that you think you're working to better yourself and your family, but you're not. All we're doing is paying debt. That's not even ours. Yeah. Half of the debt that we are paying right now, isn't even our generations. It's two generations before us that spent all that money. Yeah. That's not even our debt. We haven't even touched our debt yet. That's this. We really want to change this country around. I swear to God, the one thing we all need to start doing right now is stop paying taxes. Watch this country change. You want to watch this country change? Stop paying taxes. If they stop getting an income, they're going to shit their pants because they don't know how they're going to fund the government. What are they going to do? Print money? How are you going to print money when you have nothing to print it against? If you have no taxes coming in, how are you going to print? Nobody's going to let you print money. They're not going to let you because your dollar will be worthless. You have no valued income coming in. 
We just all have to stop. What are they going to do? Arrest us all? This is like the tea party, folks. Look, we got to go out into the bay and start throwing tea overboard. That's where we're at. We've got to let the government know, no, you're not in charge of us. No, we will make the decision. Not you. It's not for you to tell us what to do. Yep. It's the other way around. It's by, with, and through the people. It's we the people. It's not we the government. But these retards don't understand that. Yeah, you guys in the chats are killing it here. Job just overbroke. No shit. That's that's exactly what that is. Polka dot has to have the heat at 64 during the day and down to 58 at night. That would probably just have afford a bill, a power yep. bill. I put money on it. Dr. Pyrostein said that's what we need to talk about. Compounding interest is a very powerful force, and all we have to do is change this direction. That's change it. Change our minds. If, if we just, if we stop paying taxes, mm -hmm. this government, what, are they, what is it going to do? It's not going to be able to pay its employees. If employees don't get paid, they're not showing up to work. That's the fastest way to shut this bitch down. How do we stop? How do the people take control of the government again? Stop paying taxes. As a matter of fact, from everything I have found so far, I can't find a law that says that we actually have to pay taxes. Well, that's because we never passed a law for that. Yeah. So that's a little odd. How have we been paying taxes for all these fucking years? Yet, there's technically not a law in the books that say we have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yep. Anyway. But, uh, and yes, yeah, Sparky, I'll get to what's coming in Canada here in a second. But for now... This is, uh, I mean, we all know this is coming too. If the government were ever to digitize currency, your freedoms would evaporate. They could zero out your bank account and make you impoverished for being disobedient. You would be a serf at best. And with that in mind, you should know that central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, are about to become the Roman Europe. The president of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde, has just said that Europeans will not be able to use more than $1,000 in cash anymore. Now we have in Europe this threshold above 1,000 euros, you cannot pay cash. If you do, you're on the gray market. So you take mm. your risk. You get caught, you are fined, or you go in jail. So you go to jail for spending your own money. If the government were ever... You go to jail for spending your own money, more than $1,000. They're already starting to do that here. Think about it. They, they moved that... Uh, that threshold down from ten thousand dollars a day to what six hundred? Oh, for people that were putting in, yeah, mm -hmm. for what sends uh, off the alarm bells yep. at the IRS, yep. yeah, yeah. Because if you start putting in more than six hundred dollars in cash, they think you're not paying taxes on. Or you send send someone, you Venmo someone six hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah, then it gets reported now. Mm -hmm. And every gun purchase and everything else gets reported now. Yep. All of that shit gets reported to the federal government. Why? Great question. That goes against all of our rights right there in the Constitution. Read the Bill of Rights again. We're guaranteed our life, liberty, and freedom. Where the fuck is the freedom at? If my gun purchases are being reported back to the federal government, where is there any freedom there? If, if I can't spend more than $600 without the fucking federal government auditing my bank accounts, where the fuck's my freedom? When did this, when did this become? That's not freedom. There's no freedom there. And for everyone who tells me, oh, no, 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 that's just the federal government trying to get, no, it's not. It's called not freedom. It's called, that's, <laughs> that's a fucking monarch. That's a king. That's communism. 
That's what that is. When when the government controls with the help of local industry or big business, that is communism. Yep. Well, corporate fascism. I, I, any way you splice this, it's communism. We're we're fucked either way. Mm-hmm. We 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 are not going to win this unless we do something drastic. And I mean that because think about this: inflation is never going down. No, they just realized you're willing to pay as much money as you are to get things done around your house. Think about that. If you, they know you're willing to pay it now, why change it? You're willing to pay it. We're making money hand over fist. Why change it? If the strategy is working, why move it? Why change the prices? So if we're not going to change prices, the only other way to do that without causing, you know, amazing upheaval or revolution, stop paying taxes. We control everything at that point. We control all the money in this country. Well, that's not exactly true because they borrow money off of your birth certificate, just off the fact that you're alive. Well, that's true too. Because our taxes don't even pay the interest on our debt right now. Well, it's not even our debt. That's the problem. I I know. This is a debt from generations ago. Yep, yep. But hey, this is coming to Canada. And if it's coming there, it's coming coming here too. Introduce uh, a framework to develop a guaranteed livable basic income. We are struggling throughout this country with homelessness, food insecurity, poverty, health, mental health issues. And this is one way that we could start to look at these issues. It's not the only way, but it's certainly a key way. And I think we've gathered a great deal of data to show the positive consequences of offering people the opportunity. Half of Canadians are pessimistic about their personal finances. A quarter of low-income families cannot pay for monthly expenses. Um, Introduce uh, a framework to develop. What the hell's going on up in Canada? My God, hold on, fast forward, fast forward. No, go back, middle, right in the middle. This lady, I don't know who she's staring at. She's looking both directions at the same time. That's amazing. She's got the Pfizer eye. I got you. But move on. That's a dude. But it sounds like a girl. Well, that's a dude. Canada is just as liberal woke as we are. This is communism. They are going. It's so funny because, you know, when I was up in Canada, one of the cool things I got to do when I was up there, I got to meet with their version of the CIA, which was kind of interesting because I found out they have a lot of the same problems we have. We got a lot of politicians that don't listen to anybody that really knows what they're doing, which is not surprising. But one of the cool things I got to learn about when I was up there is how much they hate the Russians and how much they hate communism. One of the things I find fucking amazing is they are willing to jump off a fucking diving board for communism in Canada. What the fuck is going on up there above the border? Is it too cold? I mean, if it's too cold, let me know. I'll I'll send some heat up there if I can. Georgia, we got plenty of heat. No shit. It's like 65 here today. I mean, this this is ridiculous. That is communism. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna solve it. Everybody's gonna have this national income. That is communism. How well did that work out for the Russians back in the 80s? Breadlines. Oh my god, the breadlines. People lining up at supermarkets. Don't you remember in the 80s? It was all over Time Magazine and fucking Rolling Stone. Yeah, the late 70s. It was early 80s. That's when we started seeing it all. They were talking about breadlines, gas shortages in Russia. Oh, I thought you were talking about here. And here, that happened in the 70s. No, I know that happened in the 70s here. But in Russia, that was all over during communism. Nobody could get gas for their cars. Nobody could get bread or food for their table. Anybody caught hunting was arrested and shot on sight. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Arrested and shot on sight. And what is Vladimir Putin doing right now? He is telling every Russian to grow, grow a garden, victory garden. Yeah. Vladimir Putin is putting out to the Russian people, grow your own food. Yeah. Grow your own food. Matter of fact, he's actually doubled down. He's actually got electric culture in Russia. Yeah. He is doing an electric culture thing for the Russians. Yeah. Swear to God, yeah. they're putting antennas on up in buildings in Moscow. Yep. Yeah. This is no joke. He is he has been listening. Well, electroculture isn't new and it didn't start here. It's actually very prevalent in France. It's been in France for centuries. Italy actually was I think um, a little bit more. Uh we saw it in Jamaica when we True. were there. I mean, people have been using electroculture around the world for millennia. We're but, just catching up. I mean, Russia's telling their people to grow their own. Why? Don't worry though, because what we also know here in America is that Joe Biden is building a secret underground bunker. Yep. And we know that 14 other billionaires are also grow, are building secret underground bunkers. Yep. What do they know that we don't? I, I know that they're going to be a little late. They don't know anything that when we don't know. We when, probably know more than they do. But. When their construction's done, they're already going to be dead. But yeah, good luck with that. And it doesn't matter. They can build all the underground bunkers they want. God will leave no stone unturned. They won't be safe there. I mean, even if they make it down there. They won't be safe there. Now, why is Joe building one in his Delaware state? Yeah. That, that's another question. How much of the taxpayer money is going into that one, too? I kind of want to see the bills on that. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see if we've spent the money. Because if this is coming from the American people, and he's building that in his fucking basement, that house is now ours. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Um. This is a great rant right here from uh, Ian Smith, Ian Smith Fitness on X. I like this guy. So whenever I say this, there's always a group of people who get super upset. Um, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's true. And no matter how uncomfortable the truth is, I will continue to speak the truth. I hope the people who get upset by this won't uh, do what they normally do and go, oh, you're black-pilled. You're a doomer. You're a pessimist. Well, what's the solution then? Listen and hear it. <clears throat> All right, so uncomfortable truth number one, two, and three, and then a big one at the end. The Republican Party is not your friend. The GOP is not going to make your life any better. They're not going to make you more free. They're not going to uh, give you independence, sovereignty, self-sufficiency, or any of those things. And Conservative Inc., the majority of it, is a money-making organization designed to play with your emotions, to get you outraged, uh, and to empty your pockets. The two-party system is designed to keep you fighting over small issues that have been blown out of proportion while the uniparty agrees to push the country in the same direction overall, further into debt and further into war. Uh, both of those things are very good for the people who wish to control you. <clears throat> and they will send your sons to die in the fucking desert. All right, so here's the big truth. Nobody is coming to save you. And every time I say that, people throw shit there. Well, what's the solution then? 
the solution is not you going to the ballot box every two to four years voting for the guy who says the things that you like and then turning your back and hoping that all of a sudden your life is fucking better. Even if there was a politician who genuinely wants to save you, he's going to need your fucking help. So if I can speak directly to the men, when you hear the words, nobody's coming to save you, that shouldn't strike fear in your heart. It should fucking motivate you and energize you because it means that you and you alone are entirely in control of what happens to you and your family and your community and your fucking country. When you hear that, you should get fucking excited. You should get amped the fuck up. You should fucking jump to your feet and the testosterone should be fucking pulsing through your fucking bloodstream and you should grab your dick and your fucking balls and fucking get to work. Get off your ass, get in the best motherfucking shape of your life, read fucking books, get financially literate, get financially smart, start working on fucking businesses, ways to make money, ways to be financially independent, whatever the fuck you got to do to improve your life. Uncle Sam ain't going to fucking do it. That's what nobody is coming to save you means. Okay. Doesn't mean throw your hands up in the air and fucking cry about it. It means fucking do something about it. Get ready to fucking sacrifice because it's going to be a long fucking hard road back to freedom. And if you want that, you are going to have to fucking earn it. Nobody's coming along and giving it to you. I promise you, not only is nobody coming along to give it to you, but there are going to be many fucking obstacles that you have to push through. Many sacrifices that you have to make with your time, your energy, your money, all of those fucking things. You're going to have to take some licks if you want your fucking freedom back because we've given so fucking much of it up that it's going to be a long road back. So, in conclusion, nobody's coming to save you. And that's okay. Save yourself. No shit. That's what we've been screaming since the beginning. No one's coming to save you. He's right. This should make you happy. Because you get to, you get to pull the strings. Think about it. If we all come together as one country and one voice and stop paying taxes, right? First of all, what's the government? Government's going to shit its pants. Because the people stood up and people said, fuck you, watch this, hold my beer. Okay? And then what's the government? Oh, you have to pay your taxes. Now, what are you going to do? Arrest us all? That's a lot of people and you don't have enough agents to do it. Think about it. If they lost 1%, 1% of their income, how much money is that, babe? Billions. Yeah. 1% of their income. If 1% of this country just started filing extensions and file taxes, damn, that would hurt because they would not be able to plan out bills for the next four years. It would make it impossible to get a balanced budget. And we don't have a balance. And it's already impossible to have a balanced budget. That's true, too, because we're so upside down, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Just telling you, this is, if we do it right, it's what our, the revolutionaries had to what the patriots had back then. They did it right. They stood up all together. One voice said no. Just saying. There are options. Leo, Mick had to cut his beard because he got it caught in a drill. Drill. So he doesn't have the epic war beard that guy has. It was pretty good war beard. It was. He does. Yeah. Anyway. And you know you're jealous, Sparky. Just saying. Of what? That guy's beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he had a straight up Viking beard. That shit was badass. Seriously. I mean, one's getting long again, but it's not half as long as it was. 
it'll be there again. Here's some Jessica Rose for you, laying out some truths too. Dr. Jessica Rose. Um, I, 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 they don't want us moving around. They don't want us independent. That's the key. They don't want us to, to understand the reality of the fact that we are sovereign beings. And the, the horrible part of, about it is that most people don't remember that they are. That's what this whole thing has kind of like jolted some people out of, which is the mixed blessing of it all. It's like there are a lot of people now who have been like slapped into reality who now understand that, oh shit, right, I'm in charge of this. Nobody has the right to limit my movement. That that That's a bullshit concept. Think about that. I mean... You, you actually have to convince some people and have a, a conversation with some people about the fact that no one can restrict your movement. That's not a thing. You're born, you know, you, if you drop out of your mom into the snow or whatever, <laughs> if you're not born in a hospital and your umbilical cord gets snipped, you know, and you, you I, I, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but like you're a free entity. Your sovereign soul being whatever when you come into this world. Are you? If your birth certificate is immediately traded upon, are you a free soul? Think about it. If your birth certificate already has a dollar amount assigned to it. Yes, you are, because that's not you. That's a piece of paper. And the name on your birth point. certificate is in all caps. It's a straw man. It's still not you. You are a sovereign soul. And that is exactly her point. Too many people confuse themselves with a piece of paper. You are not your birth certificate. You are not your social security number. You are not the contents of your bank account. You are a sovereign soul created by God. You need to reclaim that. Free. 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 Remember, we are all free. For now. Not jealous. He wears his wife's two-foot growler every night. I see that. I, I guess he's not jealous. Yep. All right, Nick, that's insane. So Gus said, uh, everyone must be hunting. There's no deer anywhere. Everyone must be hunting. No one can find deer. You had that same problem. Yep. Um, and then Nick said, uh, my sister hit most of them in Southern Iowa. Her tally is currently 23 since she started driving. I thought I was bad. Holy shit. Is she aiming for them? No shit. I mean, what is she? I mean, that's one way to do it, but you fuck up a lot of meat when you kill them with a fucking car. I mean, is she a deer whisperer? Like, are they attracted to her? Do they come running whenever they see her nearby? That happens to me with dogs. I've had dogs literally like I'm driving down the road and we stop at a stoplight and there's a dog in the car next to me and they literally try and jump out of their car to get to me and have happens all the time. No joke. The kids think it's the funniest fucking thing. They're always telling people, roll up your window. The dog's going to jump at my mom just to give me kisses, not to attack or anything. But holy shit. 23 fucking deer. Damn. Holy shit. Does she have a target like on the front of her car? I mean, seriously. Like a giant Rudolph nose or something? She's got like a red dot sight on the front of her car that's pointing at the deer. Like the deer's like, fuck, God. the red dot's on me. I got to run away from this car. Boom. Fuck. I didn't make it. <laughs> I told her uh, to get this whistle. She said she's got them. I think she put them on backwards. Too. She's calling them. She's calling them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No stacks. The illegals aren't in the wood eat, eat, woods eating all the deer. They're uh, they're just stealing 
like whatever's swans, not nailed down swans and ducks and shit like that out of the parks oh and, and rats central park yeah and they're cooking rats right on the street that well, was really interesting that's uh probably not a bad thing in new york honestly those rats are the size of fucking cats it's Dogs. a rat no i know but let them eat them then they're not eating small babies mm, true in new york city anyway <sighs> well don't worry about it because Giuliani got fucked in his court case and in his court case there was a bunch of shit that was left out by the judge and I wonder how this is going to do an appeal because this makes me wonder because they've got shit that I didn't even know they had on Ruby Freeman listen to some of these videos they are very incriminating Um, extremely incriminating oh I have just enough time for this okay here is Ruby Freeman from Georgia Mm. So if you're not aware, that's her admitting to the scheme of counting ballots twice during the 2020 election, and she admitted to it. And this audio is captured from official Cobb County police body cam. Yeah. 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 That's right here. This is a red state, supposedly. No, it's not. That's what Georgia says. Even Lindsey Graham is admitting that uh, this fucking ladybug G... Well, I mean, he's a child molester, so I, whatever. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. He's absolutely worthless. Moments like this reset take a while. People have calmed down. People are, I don't want to be associated with that. This is a group within a group. And what this does, it will be a rallying effect for a while. Where the country says we're better than this. And Biden, that, right? Yeah, totally. He'll be a maybe the best person to have, right? I mean, how bad can you get it with Joe Biden? He's misjudged passion. You know, he plays the TV game and he went too far here. That rally uh, didn't help. Talk about you know, primary lists and he created a sensory event. To come out of this thing moments like this reset so that's mm. again south carolina that's lindsey graham who said uh, joe biden might be the best person to have 
Wait a minute. South, Sue, Car- South Carolina. Reset. What, what the fuck is Sue going on reset. up there in South Carolina now? Now I got to wonder about South Carolina too. Well, I mean, they did produce Nikki Haley as well. So no, you don't. Anyway. You, you just got to wonder, folks. You, you got to be, again, don't fall in love with the politician. Fall in love with the outcome. It's not about the politician. It's about the outcome. This is not about what the politician stands for, what he looks like, or what he smells like, or if he sniffs kids or not. This is about what does he do? Are we going to, because that other guy was right. Republicans are going to fuck us just as fast as Democrats do. Because it's all about who's got the power. Right now, the people don't. And until the people take the fucking power back, we're going to be stepped on, trampled, ass raped, whatever you want to call it. Don't worry about it because rape victims don't normally talk about it. Two wings of the same bird. Thank you with the same brain. Uh, we got to drop the pill, the red pill project. We do. So, so pill folks, you if you want to wanna... continue watching, come on over, check out pill. Uh, go over to pill.net and check us out there. Rumble or even Twitter now. Now on X. Yeah. And if not, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Um, we'll be back 8 a.m. tomorrow for the good book. 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. I do not know if Liana's going to be on tomorrow. We'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Bye, so, Red Pill Project. See you, Red Pill. Peace. For the rest of you fuckers, you know what time it is. You do. You want to get high? I do. I think it's about that time. Oh, fuck yeah. So if it's legal, and it's legal where you're at. If I can actually get lean down to grab Hold on. I'm moving super slow. Here, you start it. Special speed. Yeah. Special, special speed. Very special. We got you, Tracy. Mm. Although, ladies, I got to make you a little jealous right now. I do have the most amazing husband in the world because he knew I was sick, obviously. And first he came home at nine, like before his first job. He basically went into work and reported in and then came home to check on me. And then he got she off. She was like dying. Yeah. So. And he got off early and he came home and he rubbed some serious CBD and some Kush cream in my back and hit me with a massager. Like three times. It was great. But her back still hurts. It, so it does. didn't work that well. Well, it worked, so. for, it worked for a while. It just. Sitting in this chair doesn't really help. I either have to be standing up straight or laying down straight. Pro. Yeah. Sitting gotcha. in a chair does not really do well for the sciatica. That kind of puts a lot of pressure right on it. It will do that. Yeah. So, yes, he is so sweet. He may, he may act like man. a dick, but... His primary concern is always me. Oh, I'm a dick. Ladies, I know I'm a dick. When you're looking for a man, it should be a dick. Find one that's an asshole whose primary concern is you all the time. <laughs> Wick said, said, I still want to come by and make chicken soup and clean your kitchen. Just saying, I told her this morning I hadn't even cleaned up from Christmas Eve because they came over Christmas Eve. And I was fully intending to clean the kitchen yesterday and I managed to load half of the dishwasher and that was it. This morning it was still sitting open, half loaded. 
with shit everywhere. And yeah, we cleaned it up. We did clean it up. So I washed the dishes and make, put them in the dishwasher because I couldn't bend over to put them in there. We're getting there. Yeah, 17,000 duplicate ballots found in Georgia. That was just in Fulton County. One county. That was the same county that Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss pulled the ballots out from under the, the table. And remember, Trump only lost Georgia by 11,000 votes. Yep. 17,000 duplicate ballots. That means Trump actually won Georgia by 4,000 votes. Yep. <coughs> Jane, we have this awesome massager. I bought it a few years back. Um, I bought it for Mick. It's like a gun. It, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a massage gun. And uh, I got it at the Southern Woman Show, which is awesome because these bitches are normally like $600 and I got it for like 100 bucks, And it's so worth it. He uses it all the time. Now, now he's using it on me. And it's kind of that, like that's exactly what he did because he knows all about the sciatica, so. Mine fucking constantly hurts. He was stretching me and putting the massager right on the bad part of my back and up and down in the back of my legs because if your sciatica's fucked, it's a lot from your legs. It's normally so. from your shins. Yes. Back of your calves. I'm sure Mick does just want a decent dinner again. I've basically not eaten for five days, so. That could be. Except oranges. Very I tell true. you what, the neighbor's oranges have pretty much freaking saved me the last few days. That's like the only thing I could eat. So. Okay. Anyway. Let's kill the video. Move on. All right. I'll stop bitching. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Nobody cares anyway. Well. It's what guys say to themselves all the time. I know. I bitch, but nobody's going to listen anyway. I know. Nobody does listen to you. Well, except for, you know, all the people on here. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of fucking shot yourself in the foot. I know. Damn. Ah, uh, all right. This is crazy, y'all. I'm I'm so disappointed in this. I have to say. I'm sure you'll explain it afterwards. Yeah. Well, you know, when I do go grocery shopping, I tend to shop at Kroger, even though it's further away than Publix, because hey, Heather used to work there, so we still get a discount. Um, and then you rack up the Kroger gas, you know, Kroger gas points, and then you can get up to a dollar off your gas. So I, you know, we don't buy a lot of food, but when I do try and buy it from Kroger. Now it's too hot to grow apples down here. My kids love apples. Guess I'm not buying them from Kroger. No, no. Why is that? Gotta pop it. Just flip. Keep it continuously recording. I can't see it, but hopefully y'all can see me. There's a sticker. Are you kidding me? So Kroger is taking their Simply Organic stickers and putting it on top of the Appeal logo so that you don't know that the apples have been treated with Bill Gates fucking Appeal shit. Hmm. They are hiding it. Hmm. I wonder, did you get apples at one time? Remember when no, I No, my ate? mom bought them from um, Costco. 
And that those didn't, I checked them. Those didn't have appeal, but they were coated with a wax coating, which is pretty standard. Um, and when that happens, you just, just drop them in boiling water for like 30 seconds and then they're fine. So like after that, I know you couldn't eat it after that, but, uh, once I took the, the wax coating off, then they were fine. I ate them. They don't look as, you know, pretty and red because they don't have that wax coating on them, but they taste a fuck ton better. Appeal. What is appeal? Appeal is this, um, a hard coating, a preservative that Bill Gates designed to put on your food. And um, the FDA labeled it safe for organic. It is not safe for organic. It is toxic as fuck. And Kroger's using a sticker to cover it up. So you buy them and you think you're buying an organic product when in actuality you're buying a treated product that has more carcinogens in it than fucking lead paint. Exactly. I, 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 how, how did I, I'm not really sure how this country survived the 50s. And I know there's older people that listen to us and maybe you guys can educate me how the U.S. survived the 50s. But, you know, the stories I've heard about the 50s. If somebody grew up in the 50s and you fast forwarded them to now. I think their heart would stop just on the account of how much how many pussies are in the world. And, and yes, Sparky, you're right. It does have mRNA in it as well. It doesn't really. Yeah. Appeal does. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Well, it figures it's Bill Gates. I mm-hmm. mean, what else do you want? Yeah. It yep. figures. I mean, he's going to propagate that fucking shot every the jab. Yep. Oh, here. Yes. Bill Gates is a fucking psychopath. Hi, uh, this is COP28. Uh, very, very important meeting. Uh, the issue of health and climate uh, will be discussed at length. Uh, that's never gotten the attention it deserves. Uh, the issue of food systems and how with climate change, a lot of farmers aren't able to grow their crops, uh, which is a, a tragedy for them. Uh, we'll talk about using innovation uh, to absolutely solve that problem. And a lot of great young companies are here and the big companies will come. We'll see a lot of uh, partnerships uh, that come out of this. So it's a, a good milestone in a, a very big challenge. I, uh, Let's talk about this because I think this is really important. What he just said there. Can you uh, do you have the. Um, hold on. OK, see if you can find that real quick. It was all over. Um, it's a white one just sitting on the side of a road. The, the point here that he's trying to link two things together, and I think this is really important. Something that's being driven down our necks right now. This electric car fucking hoax. OK, look, folks, I, I just drove by. I was at a car dealership today. OK. And their service manager, the guy that's their facilities manager was out there with us. He just told me they had to lay off like some thousand employees. And for this car dealership around this area, that's a big number. Okay. One of the things that he cited was the over inventory because at the end of the year, listen, this is the way a business works in case you're not aware. Not only do you get taxed every time that you purchase, like let's just say for instance, in my realm, garage doors. Blue collar guy, we do garage doors, all right? 
we get taxed when we purchase the garage door from the wholesaler and he ships it to us. Okay. We get taxed on shipping. We get taxed on uh, the materials used. We get taxed, you know, normal taxes. Everybody pays them. No big deal, right? That? Uh, no, that's a, the, there's just one. It was a, I, I'll get to it. I'll okay. bring it up. I'll just talk about it. It's not a big deal. Anyway, so we get taxed on all of that. And then at the end of the year, this is the crazy part. In October, when the federal government sends you your federal tax returns, your forms and everything, get you ready to go for your taxes, you have to list your inventory. So we have to go around and take an actual accounting inventory of what we have in our storehouse. So at the end of the year, we have a mad rush to try and get rid of doors, and we don't order a whole bunch of new ones because we don't want a rotating inventory that we're going to get taxed on again. So we try to make that as slim as possible. So when you get down to it, this tax is happening even in car dealerships. They bought all these electric cars because the government said, we're going to force people to buy electric cars. If you don't have enough electric cars, you're going to get screwed. So what did these people do? They went nuts and they bought all these electric cars. So now they have all these electric cars that nobody's fucking buying. Why? Because they only go about four hours on a charge if you can get it fucking charged. And then on top of that, the motherfuckers burned down left, right, and center. There was, I was trying to get her to find a post on uh, X earlier today. There was one of a white Tesla brand spanking new. It just left the fucking lot. The guy just bought it. It's off on the side of the road just outside of the Tesla dealership on fire and they can't stop it it totals the whole car nobody's gonna buy that shit when the technology has not been perfected when was the last time you saw a gas-powered car just purchased on a lot drive off the lot and blow up in flames shit i ain't never seen that i've seen some dumbasses wrapping around telephone poles before but i ain't never seen them fucking burst into flames after driving out on the lot and now they're laying off thousands of employees because why they have an over inventory that they're about to get taxed on and they don't have the money to cover it and the reason that they're fucking getting sold short is because the federal government said we're going to mandate this shit and then when the people said oh no you're not now now all these car dealerships are fucked who do you think is going to bail them out? The government. No, you and I. Of course. It's not going to be the fucking government. Mm. It's going to be your tax dollars, my tax dollars, again going to bail out a corporation that should have never listened to the federal government in the first fucking place. Ford shut down nine, nine combustion engine factories here in the United States that Donald Trump put in place. Why? Joe Biden, I'm going to mandate electric cars. Bold move, Cotton. Really, bold move. Now they can't sell the cars. This is this is the ultimate goat rope. But you and I are going to pay for it. Why? Because we did it for Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae, we did it for fucking uh, Freddie Mac. We did it for the banks in 2008 when the fucking banks took a header. Why? Because our parents are fucking nothing but a bunch of fucking bitches. Honestly. 
My parents are bitches. Your parents are bitches. Everybody's parents are bitches because they didn't want to rock the boat fucking 20 years ago and say, no, you're not bailing their fucking asses out. I guess they're going under. Nobody wanted to be a dick back then. So now we have to do it now. If we had somebody with half a nut back then that stood up and said, no, let them go under in 2008. Let Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac go under. They deserve it. They fucking deserve it. But no, we don't. Nope. We just let it go on. It's not a big deal. If we're not careful, Night's party, boy. this is going to be all of us very soon. Well, you see, when they stole the coal jobs from us, we just kind of got left behind. We got not, no value anymore. They give us food stamps and disability. But besides that, we just have no purpose. Well, if I had to guess, I'd say 85 to 90% of people in this here county use pills. They are on pills. There's a girl here down the road, lost all three of her babies to drugs, and not one of them made it to 25. It ain't no jobs. People just, just become stuck here. They don't have the transportation to even get to a job. And now, when I was a, a kid, all the men you know, worked in the mines, and everybody was doing okay for themselves. They're the closest Walmart, 40, 50 miles from here. There ain't nowhere for no one to work. There ain't, no, there ain't nothing to wake up to. There's nothing for these kids to do. And the only ones making money is the ones who sell pills. There's just so much that we, we wish was available to us. We want to be better. We want to do better, but unfortunately, everything it takes to become better costs money that we just ain't got. That's America if we're not careful, folks. That That is America right now. That's Appalachia. They shut down the mines. They used Appalachia as a testing ground for the opioids. Yep. That's where, That's where it the started. opioid crisis started. And it's still ongoing there because yep. they have no purpose. Yep. And and how did the federal government deal with shutting down all the mines and shit? Oh, here's some pills for your pain. Yeah. That's that's this, one more time. Tell me again how much the federal government loves you. Here's some pills. Here. Oh, here's some perks. Oh, brand new to the market. You'll never even notice. It'll be great. You'll never even know. Yeah, that worked out great, didn't it? How many people did the e epidemic with opioids take so far? Where are we at? Millions. I, I mean, how many kids is it going to kill? Millions more. I mean, it's even sad when you can't even go out and trust your local weed dealer to get you some shit that's not fucking fixed or laced fentanyl. with fentanyl. No shit. I mean, that. where did the honest weed dealers go? Well, we have one. God bless. Yeah, I mean, they're few and far between I know, these days. I know, but we love our dude. He's been... I. I I spent more time with him in the past 10 years than I have any of my other friends because <laughs> I go see him regularly and spend a solid 30, 45 minutes chatting with him twice a week. Dr. Or Pyrstein. Every five days. Have a good night, sir. Oh, I know I hate work too. Have fun at work. Yay. Anyway, this is going on in Idaho. <sighs> Crazy fucking shit, this world. Spring on their property. If you drilled your well some time ago and have not registered your well, um, if you have a natural stream on your property, pond, year-round creek, a lake, all of that stuff, this applies to you. Essentially, what is taking place is the state of Idaho is saying that you have 
X amount of time to file for your water rights of all of those different bodies of water. If you have nine ponds on your property, you're going to have to file, register your nine ponds. Now, if you do not file for your nine ponds, your wells, whatever your water rights are, whatever your water sources are, the state of Idaho owns them forever dumb. They are now they are now resources. They are now property of the state of Idaho. So if you have a homestead that's been in the family for a hundred years and you have natural wells or natural uh, springs that you guys use to water your animals or irrigate your land, the state of Idaho is saying that that is now their property if you don't claim it in time. Now, we've seen this before, guys, in other states uh, across the nation. This is the beginning steps of a, a land resource grab. This is the beginning of government control of a massive amount of resources. In this case, the state of Idaho that has, especially in the north, a ton of water. You can almost go into any mountain ravine and find water flowing through. It's kind of hard to die of thirst in the state of Idaho. Yeah, you no longer own them. Wow. That that's that's a that's a fucking rough one, you know. I I, I don't give a shit what you say. That that's you show up my property and you claim that you all of a sudden own my well. Fuck you very or much. Our giant pond. Fuck you very much. That's our water source. When the shit hits the fan, that ain't that's nah, our water source. Nah. I know that's uh, good luck with that. Nope. Scratches out, by the way. Well, Oh, um, polka dot. I'm hard. I'm sorry to hear about your neighbor. I read that up there. She said her neighbor just got to the point where he didn't want to live anymore. He was born in the fifties. He, I think it was polka dot. Um, doesn't recognize our country. Couldn't take the news. Didn't want to live in a Biden economy, Biden world. And he just died a few months ago. You know, when you don't have the will to live, that kills you faster than anything. You know, when Mick had his brain surgery and they told me before he went in for the surgery, they said, if he makes it off the table, he'll be dead in five years. I said, well, what are the chances of him making it off the table? I said, 50, 50. No, he'll make it off the table. So where are you getting the five years from? I said, well, 85% chance he'll be dead in five years. I said, okay, where are you getting that from? They said, well, we've only been doing the surgery for five years and everybody that's, that we've done it to is already dead. Okay, so where'd the 15% come from? They said, the will to live. Well, he said hope. Hope. Stubbornness. Prayer. God. But it really is the will to live. Mick was up and out of his bed, his hospital bed, within a week after the surgery. They told me he'd never walk again. They told me he'd never remember me. They told me I'd be taking care of two infants because I was seven months pregnant with Connor when he went through that surgery. But that one of those infants I'd be taking care of for the rest of my life. But you still are. I mean, sort of I true. Mean, I mean, you, you are anyway, so. But I don't drool on myself half as much as I used to. True. 
but the will to live, you have to have a purpose. If you have no purpose, if you have no will to live, what's the point? It was like I told my mom, if I went back to work full time, it was unhappy, unhealthy, miserable. miserable. Might as well just fucking kill myself. What's the point? You have to have a will to live. You have to have a purpose. But I, I think she was replying to somebody born in the fifties coming back to today, I know. living in this world. I mean, I, the reason is, is my, my grandfather was born, he was born in the thirties, but he lived through the fifties and he told me the hardest time in this country that he remembers. And he, he lived right up until 1986. So he told me that the hardest time in this country that he remembers was 1955. He said, no joke. He said, you had to be the, the hardest, saltiest son, son of a bitch to live in this world in 1955. And yet it, they portray the 50s now as being so perfect. Yeah. And not even, they were like, he was like, my grandfather told me coming out of the depression and everything else. He said, the 50, in 55, he said we were going back into war, going back to Korea. He's like, he, he the country was in dismay. And there were real men in charge of the country, men yelling at people, telling people to fuck off. All of that shit was going on in the 50s. He, my grandfather, we got to the 80s. He said, now I just don't understand you kids walking around with your hair in the middle, straight up in the air with purple fucking spikes and shit and all the other crazy leather shit those kids wear. And he was right. But he was also born in the 30s. But he just, the one thing he always told me was people that lived through the 50s, 1955 was like one of the hardest years in this country. And he just said, you know, it, you couldn't be a weak bitch back then. You couldn't be a weak bitch. And uh, I got to I gotta tell you, it, where did that go? Huh. I just where did that, where did that spirit go? We had a spirit in this country. Well, men had a purpose. <coughs> it meant John, something. All right. So, uh, no, never said why 55 and John said 55 was in the middle of high taxes, war yep. and commie level oppression. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right, John. And I, I just, he, my grandfather told me that and it's just something that always stuck with me. He's long dead, died in 86, but he was, he was the, of the world war two generation. He lost his leg in D-Day. So yeah, he was fucking, he was worked for the VA for the rest of his life. And he, if he saw the state of the VA today, he'd fucking lose his mind. Yeah. He would lose his ever living mind. But men today, they don't have a purpose. They don't have a, a focus, a direction, a path. True. Cause every path we try to take, we get canceled for yep. it. Yeah. So does that's why you need to find God. Does this apply to that? Yeah. Cause that is your purpose. He will set your path. If you put God first in your life, everything gets better. We're not talking religion. No, no, God. no, no. God, not religion. Fuck religion. God put God first in your life. Religion is corruptible. Listen to him. Because it's man. It's not it's not God. Talk to God. Yeah. Because the plagues are coming. And right now, 
And we're already starting to see it. This is um, this is wild. I couldn't even believe this was on Fox News. Let's bring in Fox News contributor Dr. Mark Siegel. Uh, Dr. Mark, it's great to have you on. The Hill writes the following. This is bigger than COVID. Why are so many Americans dying early? It goes on to say life insurers have been consistently sounding the alarm over these unexpected or excess deaths, which claimed 158,000 more Americans in the first nine months of 2023 than in the same period 2019. That exceeds America's combined losses from every war since Vietnam. Mortality up 26%, Dr. Dr. Mark, among 35 to 44-year-olds, up 19% among 25 to 34-year-olds. What in the world is going on? And I want to add to that before I answer it. By the way, great report by Kevin Cork. Both of us read our heads off tonight. We're doing much worse than Europe. We lost, during the heart of the pandemic, about a million more excess deaths per year than Europe did. And now after the pandemic, same thing. Why are they doing better than us? We have the a very high standard of living here. It's also cutting trace across all socioeconomic groups. It's not just poor mm-hmm. people. It's not just socioeconomically disadvantaged. It's everyone. Now, mm-hmm. I, I had a good conversation with you before I came on. I mentioned obesity. You mm-hmm. made a great point. You said, look, that rate hasn't gone up. So I would say part of it, at least, is the long-term effects of obesity. It leads to high blood yeah. pressure. And during the shutdowns and the lockdowns, people didn't get medical care and they got anxious and they, and they got depressed. There was more suicide. All of that is continuing. All of the anxiety is continuing. Stress-related diseases are up. Drug abuse is still up. Alcohol is up. COVID itself Mm. may have long-term effects. That could be it in terms of on the heart, lungs, kidney. But the vaccine, which definitely saved lives, nobody's studying what the long-term effects of the vaccine are here. That's also an elephant in the room. All of that has to be looked at. You can't just say, well, it's smoking. Well, it's this, it's that. We need a careful examination of why this is happening. Terrible trend. Dr. Mark Siegel, look. Did you notice that Fox News put pictures showed scenes of soldiers getting jabbed while I, they were talking about this? Do, Dr. Mark Siegel, I, I realize uh, um, I, I realize that you're a doctor. You went to school for like fucking 50 years, dude. I get it. All right, bro. I am not a doctor. But let's examine some facts here. What is the one thing that has changed in the amount of time that in which you were talking about? Oh, we issued a vaccine that went to every person and everything out there and nobody studied any effect from it. Nobody knew anything about it. And they randomly just started injecting it in people's arms. And now you're asking the question where all these sudden deaths are coming from. Are you fucking stupid? Oh, correlation is not causation. Fine. But it's causal that you had a jab that it was administered to almost the whole country at least once and now all these people are dying it's causal yeah look if all of a sudden the zombie apocalypse happens right and let's say the way that the zombies attack us aren't by biting us no it's the female zombies that come after us with their vaginas and that's how the disease spreads okay and we see these women we see these women latching on with their legs to men Mm -hmm. and they're biting them and then that man turns into a zombie would that be causal to say that women are transmitting the disease that's making people become absolutely do i need a fucking degree in rocket science or fucking brain surgery to know that fucking that's what's doing it no i don't i can see it with my own two eyes it's causal The coming plagues will be covered up by lies in their agenda of climate change. 
When they fail, they will turn men against God and blame him for what they have caused themselves. They will disregard all of God's actions as something that is natural, and all their evil doings will be blamed on God. Stand firm, disregard their lies, and trust in the Lord. This, I mean, he was making every excuse under the sun for why people were dying, heart disease, suicide. People were locked in their homes, separated from loved ones, all because the government told us to do that. God didn't tell us that. No, Sparky, you'd be safe there. God didn't say that. Man said that. Man is fallible. We know. We see it every day. We have the liar in chief. Everybody sees it every fucking day. Well, here's a doctor I actually like that's not bought. Dr. Paul Merrick. It's impossible to talk about COVID without looking at our healthcare system. And our healthcare system is a hoax. And so my advice to you don't get sick. Don't go to the hospital because they're going to kill you. What you got to do, you got to eat right, sleep right, get sunshine, relax, and, and take care of your lifestyle because the medical system will kill you. So basically this graph shows on the uh, y-axis life expectancy on the x-axis it's uh, uh, per capita healthcare expenditure so us in america are proud to say we spend more on healthcare than any other country in the entire world in the western world yet look look at our life expectancy it's significantly less we have a big problem and what you may not know is the life expectancy of Americans has gone down in the last three years, by three years. And how did that happen? Well, according to the White House, it's global warming. <laughs> the only explanation they have. And so the other thing which is terrifying the U.S. makes up 5% of the world's population, yet we consume 55% of the prescription medication. This tells you how sick Americans are, that 55% of the world's consumption of medication is in this country. We are sick people. And so what do you think is the most commonly prescribed medication? Atorvastatin. There's something called the great cholesterol myth. Why lowering your cholesterol won't prevent heart disease. It's called a myth. It's a hoax. What, is, what do statins do? They increase your risk of diabetes. They increase your risk of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Yet they are the most commonly prescribed drugs in this country. And how do you like this study? 
survival of elderly patients stratified by cholesterol levels. Those patients with the highest cholesterol levels had the best survival. The British Medical Journal. Okay, here we're talking about a reputable, a so-called a reputable journal. Lack of an association or an inverse association between low-density lipoprotein cholesterol and mortality in the elderly. A systematic review. This is one of the biggest hoax in medicine. But you know, you can say the same thing to diabetes. The use of diabetes medicine is a hoax. Alzheimer's medicine is a hoax. Now, there's a reason why these are hoaxes. There's a reason why these are hoaxes. Listen, your body, there are certain cholesterols your body has to have. For instance, one of the big things that you never hear about is somebody who's on an all-natural food that they know exactly where all they're, they're growing their own food. There's a reason why you don't hear about those people having Alzheimer's or diabetes or um, fucking uh, whatever, whatever you want to call it. They don't have any of those weird diseases. And the reason is, is because what they eat, their body absorbs naturally and it it needs cholesterol. Your body needs cholesterol to fight off Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. They have found that most of the guys that have Alzheimer's, and these are men, not women. Most of the men. And the reason is, is because men and women are fucking different. Yeah. We produce more testosterone. They produce more estrogen. estrogen. But the reason the men were getting Alzheimer's early onset Alzheimer's was because they were taking those statins. Yep that were stopping their body from producing the actual cholesterol that it needs to prevent Alzheimer's from happening to you. When they stopped telling you to eat, when they told you to stop eating butter and whole milk yeah. and lard and real animal fat and eggs. Oh yeah. That right there, they're trying to kill you. Yeah. And I when, put, I put the link to that in the Patriot party podcast chat on telegram. And, and, and when, when you stop doing all of that, what you start doing is driving everybody up into what we like to call the third best way to die in this country is to go see a doctor. So when we say that there's a homeopathic way to cure most of your diseases, there is, and it's all natural, meaning the outcome for you is good. It's better than what would happen if you went into a hospital. Because I never going into a hospital no. again because they're going to come near me with a fucking needle and I'm going to stick it right up their fucking ass. Even my mother, who y'all know that uh, Japan put out a study conclusively proving that the original COVID and every single variant has been man-made. They found the fingerprints because they're they found it in the CCGG exactly genome structure. So Japan put out a study. The Japanese government approved it that every single COVID variant has been man-made. Okay. And I, I, I got my mother to admit to that. And then I showed her the contracts, the DOD contracts, the other transactional authority contracts that showed that we paid for it. She couldn't admit to that. She was like, I mean, I believe that COVID was man-made, but I just, I can't believe that our government paid for it. 
Don't want to rock the boat. Don't want to ask the question why. Why not? It's called the Patriot Party Podcast Chat. Zach a lot. On Telegram. So. Oh, here you go. More shit. When they call you misinformed. Something that always cracks me up is when people who are like super deep into Western medicine ideology think that people in natural health just haven't seen the data. They're like, you guys obviously I've just not seen the studies or you would know better. Like you just, you just haven't seen the data. I'm always like the data that came from the institutions that hijacked our medical model 110 years ago and forced natural health modalities to be removed from medical school curriculum. So they could focus on pharmaceutical drugs because natural medicine was in direct competition to the advancement of modern medicine. Those people, I don't, I don't look at their data to base my entire belief system about holistic health. Wow. Shocker. Do you want to know what data you haven't seen? How about 5,000 years of natural health modalities that have been used around the world since the dawn of time? United States of America includes well under 5% of the healing modalities used globally in our medical model. We are 4% of the world's population and we use 41% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. So yeah, we do not look at the same sets of data. And yeah, I have trust issues with the people you're getting your information from. Yeah, I, I, how, how can't we, folks? Today, how can't we? Yep. Seriously. Exactly. exactly. They've lied to us way too much. Yeah. Way too fucking much. Yep. There we go. You want to go here? We're here. No, go there. Here? I think that's more important. Yeah. Okay. This is interesting, folks. I didn't know this, but... I check this out. Let this stew in the back of your mind. And then I want you to ask the same question. Why did he get that type of defense and how is he paying for it? Because last time we heard he was on the run fearing for his life, hiding out somewhere in the back hills of Idaho. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering, asking for a friend. This is weird. Tito was in some ways an odd choice for Epps. How did a Trump supporter who believed the 2020 election was stolen end up with a lawyer who's leading the effort to punish Trump's attorneys for questioning the election. Michael Tito runs the 65 Project, which according to their website, is working with bar associations so that lawyers who subvert democracy will be punished. One of his main allies in this effort, David Brock, a major political operative for the Democratic Party, who told Axios in 2022 the idea was also to shame attorneys and make them toxic in their communities and in their firms. Tito was in some ways. So this guy is representing Ray Epps mm -hmm. at his court case in D.C., mm -hmm. yet his law firm is going after the January Sixers and lawyers. The Brown, they're the Stasi. Isn't that, that is the National Socialist Police right there. Isn't that a conflict of interest? You would think. You'd think. But the, you know what? In Washington, D.C., they're probably going to get some liberal judge who goes, oh, Ray, you did a good job for your country. You were out there rocking it out, you know, feeding us on-site intel. Thanks, Ray. Well. Piece of shit. Because um, the people in D.C. are just so fucking smart. 
The wealthy should pay their fair share. Yes, wealthy okay, should pay their fair share. What is a fair share? What percentage? So you're saying that 40, you're, you're saying that they're paying their fair share is what you're saying. No, I'm asking what percentage is a fair share? Their fair share, the same, if I'm paying, if a third of my money is going to taxes, then I think a third of their money should be going it to does. taxes. It does. Well, it does. I'm trying to understand it, because you realize the ta effective tax rate on the poor is less than it is on the rich, right? Okay, so first of all, um, I'm not the poor. I'm very close to that line, but I'm not the poor. Okay, so the effective, tax rate on the, the effective tax rate on the middle class okay. is less than it is on the rich, correct? What fair share would you like to change the tax rate to on the wealthiest what percentage of Americans so it's a fair share? So let's say the wealthy 1% could pay Let's say if they pay, let's just give them 45%. Um, Corey, Corey, it hurts me. It hurts me that you're this dumb. I don't know how you got elected to Congress. I am very scared because you're obviously a DEI hire. Um, you are not all that bright. And you couldn't even tell us that. You're rich. Shut up, bitch. I know how much you made. You have to disclose it to us, dumbass. You have to disclose it in your fucking earning statements. We know exactly how much money you got, Corey. All you got to do is Google search it. You made a little over $1.7 million last year. Where? I don't know. Were you playing the stock market, bitch? I bet. Following Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yes. Nancy's backing that. I'm going to back that stock. Exactly. I, it, we understand that it goes on there, but geez, like you can at least be honest. You started thinking about it. You were like, oh shit, I'm going to have to tax myself. Well, not while I'm sitting because while I'm here, I'm tax free. But you know, the second that I go home, I'm, I'll be taxed just like everybody else. Oh, so let's just say the 1%, 45%. What, what does that do over time? Nothing. That won't even put a dent in our national budget. That, that already won't do anything them. to our debt. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're training them dumb right off the bat. So I don't know why we're surprised that she's that fucking stupid. Honestly, listen to this. This is a professor. Having the moral authority as the original people of these lands um, to push back against the violent settler project that is the United States. Um, and to help to lead that, to be the tip of the spear here of all liberation struggles in the movements that seek to seek a world of justice, equality, and peace, um, that seek to dismantle the United States. I hope you seek to dismantle the United States. And if that isn't your politics, okay. <laughs> I speak as if everybody has this commitment. Um, and the thing is, is that you should. You should listen to indigenous people when they're telling you that this is the goal. And that not only is this the goal, but this is the starting point, because I think Nick articulated this very clearly. Um, a decol decolonization is the only thing that is going to save us as a species. It's the only thing that's going to save us as a planet. And everyone should just be on board with it. No questions asked. And I say this sometimes on the podcast, our Red Nation podcast, I'm the co-host of Red Power Hour. All right, listen, bitch, I'm going to make this really clear for you. This is from an American, okay? If you don't like it here, go over to Palestine. 
Seriously. If you don't like it here, go away. Don't go away mad. Just fucking go away. That's the University of Minnesota, by the way. Liberal arts professor, Melanie Yazzie. Go away. Just yeah. go away. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck what you are. You want to sit there and talk trash and teach kids that fucking hate this country? Fine. Just go away. I mean, we can we can escort you out very peacefully. I mean, it'd be a long walk off a short pier, but just go. Don't don't change two hundred dollars. Don't pass go. Just leave. There's no reason for you to be. If you hate it that much, you're asking a foreign government to come in here and destroy the country. Just go away, mm. or maybe not. Stick around. Come on down to Georgia. I'm always looking for good targets. Just make sure you're wearing a blue helmet. Just saying. Jesus, that fucking dumb. Are you an idiot? Are you not aware that like everybody talks about this one thing? The reason they don't invade America is because behind every blade of grass, there's 300 weapons. They are absolutely right. We all have, if you're a red-blooded American, you support the Second Amendment, we all have more guns than we can carry. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of people that don't, but they know how to shoot. And I am more than willing to arm them. Or they can just, you know, pop into any major city and pick up a... Case of guns off yeah, the street that exactly. the government dropped off. Exactly. I wonder if that's where they're getting the guns in Haiti. Well, that's in... I wonder if are we dropping guns down in Haiti now? I, I mean, I, I have to wonder because is, is Hillary Clinton like helping with, um, Oprah and they've got a transport train of cavil cars of weapons going down to Haiti because Haiti has pretty strict, pre pretty strict gun, gun laws. laws. Yeah. So how is this happening? The U.S. Embassy in Haiti's in lockdown after heavy gunfire erupted in the area on Christmas Day. Staff there under a shelter-in-place order since July. The State Department has warned Americans not to travel to Haiti due to crime and civil unrest. The embassy sent out a similar alert about heavy gunfire nearly three weeks ago. That was three weeks ago. No, the, again, no, no. I mean, the original again. one yeah. started three weeks ago. Why are we talking about it? What does it matter? If the original one was done three weeks ago, we did nothing about it. Why do you think you're going to do something about it now? Well, they, I mean, they don't do anything about anything. Although I, um, I guess uh, Iran hit a commercial ship and uh, we killed some dude in Syria. Yeah, killed some dude in Damascus. In Damascus. And now there's a big. It's the first time we've we've responded to you know over a hundred attacks. Yeah, but. Hey. If we had started from day one, they wouldn't be doing this shit. We exactly, but you know. Either way, we got to get the fuck out of here, fuckers. We do. So we I'm honestly be... amazed I made it this far. <laughs> well, yeah, we will be back tomorrow night, five forty-five for the pre-show, six p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning at eight a.m. for mm -hmm. the good book for one hour. She reads the Bible for about forty minutes in there, and. Uh, it's a good way to start your day. You can it also is. check out uh, the lovely Liana Wilbert over Liana, on Pill. Are you going to be on tomorrow? Pill.net and on Rumble. If she's on, her show starts at 9.05. Um, right after the good book. Right after the good book. Yeah. Uh, most of the time she airs the end of the good book. If I go late. Yeah. If she goes late. Yeah. So either way, you can check us out tomorrow for the Mick. And me, Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We will talk to you later. Yeah. I have to get back to that screen now. Yeah. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
Fuck around and find out. 